The Holy Woman Podcast is for the woman who is committed to living spiritually, emotionally, and physically balanced, healthy, and fit. She is being her best, doing her best, and looking her best. The Holy Woman is the new Wonder Woman. This podcast is a place for you to be selfish, to completely immerse yourself in the information and encouragement to be your best. We will discuss topics of spirituality, emotional wellness, fitness, beauty, style, and prosperity. This podcast is all about you. Hello, this is Tony Restrepo, and I am a holy woman. I am always so excited to be back with you, ladies, and to really just share with you the things that God has put on my heart for you. So, this episode, we are going to go a little deeper today than we've ever gone before. This will not be one of my sweet, um, short little um, encouragements that I usually do. And I try to keep them brief because I know how busy we all are. But God is telling me today to go deeper with you. So in preparation, I really would like for you to stop this, this recording, stop this MP3 If you are not in a place where you can really sit still, have a pen and a paper and go through this process with me today. Today, we are going to start a episode on emotional health and well-being. And this is a topic that is so near and dear to my heart. I believe that God has placed an anointing on me to heal the souls of men And I really felt strongly this morning as I woke up thinking about you that this is what God wanted me to share with you. What I've noticed over my years of ministry is that there are so many people that are so dynamic. They are so awesome in their talents and their gifting. However, they have gone through some things in life that have really shaped the way they see themselves shape the way they see others, really um, shape their attitude about their overall life. And it's really hindering them from walking in their greatness. It's really hindering them from walking in God's best for them. And I know this to be the truth because this was even me. You know, this was something that I had to also work on. I had to work on my emotional state. I had to work on my attitude. I had to work on how Tony saw Tony and I had to stop living my life based on the things I had experienced growing up and the things that I had seen around me. And so today I really want to help you to heal. I want you to I want to help you to come in to who God has really created you to be. And that requires some soul work. 
You see, the soul is the ground where everything that we experience life is sown. But it, whatever you sow into it, it will reproduce after. And so little people really take the time to work the ground of their soul. And they have seeds in there that have created weeds in their garden, created weeds of doubt, of of low self-esteem, of fear, of low self-confidence, of lack of trust, all of these different things that are truly hindering them from prospering in their lives. And so I want to help you to remove that. And what I want to share with you today is a test, a test that I have given hundreds of people to help them to one, assess where they are. You can never grow beyond where you are without first assessing where you currently are. What is going on with your emotions? Are your emotions what they need to be for you to live the life you were created to live? So I'm going to share this little test that I call the attitude test. And the attitude test really helps you to Again, assess where you are so that you can begin to work towards becoming whole in your soul. Amen. So let's get started. I am going to ask you a series of questions. And what I would love for you to do is to get a pen and a paper and to write down numbers one through five. So I'm going to ask you a question and you're going to either write One for never, two for rarely, three for sometimes, four for usually, or five for always or almost always. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. One never, two rarely, three sometimes, four usually, or five always or almost always. And I'll repeat those each time I ask the question, so you'll remember what number means what answer. All right. So hopefully you are have your pen and paper because I've given you forewarning in the beginning that you're going to need pen and paper and a quiet place to sit down to take this quiz. Let's begin. The first question, when something unexpected happens and your plans are changed, do you quickly see a hidden advantage. When something unexpected happens in your life or in your plans, do you quickly see a hidden advantage in it? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. Five, always or almost always. Number two, when you see someone staring at you, Do you think it is because they find you attractive? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. Five, always or almost always. Number three. Do you like most people you meet? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. 
and five always are almost always. Number four, when you think about your future, do you tend to think you will be better off than you are right now? One, never. Two, rarely. Four, sometimes. I'm sorry, three, sometimes. Four, usually. Five, always or almost always. Number five. Do you often find yourself admiring things of beauty? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. Five, always or almost always. Number six. When someone finds fault with you or something you have done, are you able to tell the difference between constructive criticism and sour grapes? I'll repeat that one. It's a little long. When someone finds fault with you or something you have done, are you able to tell the difference between constructive criticism and sour grapes? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. Five, always or almost always. Number seven. Do you praise others more than you criticize them? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. Or five, always or almost always. Number eight. Do you believe the world is getting worse and soon to end? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. And five, always or almost always. Number nine. Are you surprised when a friend lets you down? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. Five, always or almost always. Number 10. Do you think of yourself as a happy person? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. Or five, always or almost always. Number 11. If you are pulled over by a police officer for speeding and you are not guilty, would you argue your case and go to court to prove it? I'm going to reread it. It's long. If you are pulled over by a police officer for speeding and you are not speeding, would you argue your case and then go to court to prove it? One, never. Two, rarely. 
three sometimes, four usually, or five, always or almost always. Number 12, do you feel comfortable making fun of yourself? One, never, two, rarely, three, sometimes, four, usually, five, always or almost always. Number 13, do you believe that your attitude has overall a positive influence on your life? One, never, two, rarely, three, sometimes, four, usually, five, always or almost always. Number 14, if you made a list of your favorite people, would you be on it? One, never, two, rarely, three, sometimes, four, usually, five, always, or almost always. Number 15, when you think about your past, do you tend to remember the most your successes or your failures? Read it one more time. When you think about your past, do you tend to remember most of your successes or most of your failures? One, never. Two, rarely. Three, sometimes. Four, usually. Or five, always or almost always. All right, we have reached the end of your quiz. And now we want to add all of your score, right? Add your score up so we can begin to assess where you are emotionally, where's your attitude about your life, and how will you now, based on this assessment, be able to move forward in beginning to heal your soul and become whole. So let's see how we can add this up. So what you want to do is you're going to take all your numbers that you have written down on your paper, and you're just going to add them. Add them all up and see what you get. Once you finish adding them all up, I want to share with you what, what the score says about your emotional state and your attitude. So if you have a score, and if you need to, you can pause this um, recording right now and go ahead and add it up and then hit play when you're ready so that you can hear the results of your score. If you have a score of 65 or more, you have a superstar attitude. You have a positive perspective of yourself, others, and life in general. If you scored 60 to 65, you have an excellent attitude and are generally a positive thinker. If your score is 55 to 60, you have a good attitude and are a positive thinker most of the time. If your score is 50 to 55, 
Your attitude may fluctuate between positive and negative because your negative thoughts and positive thoughts are about even. You may find yourself to be moody. And number five, if your score is 50 and below, your negative thoughts are dominating your mind and hindering you from having a good attitude. And so based on your score, I don't want you to look at these scores as good or bad. Basically, it's an assessment of where you are and the work that you need to do. If you're scoring a 65, then what you have been doing to make sure that your soul is whole is what you need to continue to do. Because just because we're in a good place today, if we don't continue those same actions that have caused us that same outlook, that same perspective, that same positivity on a day-to-day basis, we can end up being a 50. So you definitely want to continue to do the things that you have been doing to nourish your soul, to have a positive outlook on life, and to um, continue to live this life that God has given you to the fullest, right? But if you are, I want to talk to those that are pretty much maybe a 55 or below, 60 even and below, because you may be dealing with some unresolved hurt, disappointment, um, some traumatic things that may have happened in your life that you have suppressed that you don't even realize are shaping your attitude on a day-to-day basis. And it may seem like they're totally unrelated, but that negativity that has been in your soul is manifesting in every area of your life. I am really wanting to help you. I am really wanting to help to cross you over, to get you to a place of breakthrough, to take down the strongholds that have been hindering you from walking in your greatness and to help you see the life that God has truly intended for you to live. So I'm going to ask that you would go to the holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, you know, holy health and fitness website. I'm going to ask that you would um, join the community program. It's free of charge. Uh, it's a, we're a nonprofit organization. So that, that particular group program is free of charge. You can make a donation if you like. We greatly appreciate it. But it's free of charge. I want you to join that group. And I want you to go to the spirit part of the portal. And under the spirit part of the portal, you're going to find a devotion called Emotional Health and Fitness. I want you to download that devotion and I want you to begin to read those scriptures every day and the commentary because it's going to begin to heal those parts of you that have been broken, honestly. In addition to that, I want you to go to the soul page and begin to listen to the various MP3s or MP4s that are there that are help, that are to are um, there to really help your soul to heal. You can also download our app, Holy Nation app, and some of those messages are on the app as well under the soul section. But I want you to do those two things and I want us to walk through this journey together. 
I'm going to continue to teach on this topic of emotional healing and restoration because I really feel strongly in my heart that God is saying, in order for you to be a holy woman, you can no longer ignore the things in your soul that have been hurting you and hindering you. So we're going to we're going to heal together. We're going to get through this together. So that's where I want you to start. Go to the Holy Health and Fitness um, website. Become a part of the community. Download the health, um, emotional health and fitness devotion and listen to the soul prosperity messages. And then I will come back again on our next episode and we will continue the process. Listen, send me an email. Let me know that you are, you know, getting involved in your soul salvation with me and I will reach back out to you and we're going to take this journey together. I love you. I'm rooting for you. I'm here for you. And until next time, remember the holy woman is the new wonder woman. We'll talk again soon. Hello, this is Tony Restrepo and I am a holy woman. I am always so excited to be back with you. And this week we are going to continue on the subject of emotional healing and well-being. And hopefully many of you have listened to the first segment of this episode on emotional healing and have taken the attitude test that I gave on the last one. If you didn't listen to it or you haven't taken it, I would stop this recording and go back to that one and take it. It is so important that for us to really heal and to see the life that God has for us, we have to heal our emotions. We have to heal our heart. And that starts with truly awareness. It starts with understanding where our hearts are, where our attitudes are, how are we looking at life. And that takes sometimes some introspecting. Sometimes that takes some questions and some insight that we on a daily basis are not really paying attention to, right? And so that's what the attitude test is really designed to do. It's there to help us to really see ourselves from a different perspective, to really go deep and to understand what is my perspective on life? What is my heart's posture? And once you understand what that is, you are now able to go a little deeper and begin to heal and to restore those places that may be hindering you from walking in the fullness of what God really has for your life, from walking in the fullness of the things that you truly desire. Some of you even secretly are desiring some things for a very long time and you don't understand why they haven't happened for you. Well, I'm here to tell you that they haven't happened most 99% because there's a part in your heart that needs to be healed, that is that that a part in your mind that is thinking and not truly in agreement with what you are desiring. And most of the time that is because of some past hurt or disappointment that has not been resolved and not been dealt with biblically. 
And so I want to encourage us today that if you have taken the attitude test and you now know what your score is and you know where you are, that if you have scored below uh, a 55, 55 or below, that there's some work to do. There's some healing to do in your heart. And I want to begin that process today. The first thing that we need to do once we understand where we are and what's going on and that our attitude is truly what's hindering us from living the life that God has from us for us for living the life that we truly desire to live is we have to begin to ask ourselves what has given me this negative perspective why am I um why do I have this attitude that is really not prospering my life. And majority of the time when we have a negative attitude, it stems from a place of fear, which is also stemming from a place of hurt and disappointment. And so we need to go back and ask ourselves, what am I fearing? What am I afraid of? Why am I afraid of it? What have I experienced that has caused me to now, you know, perceive life in this negative place, to live life from this negative place, and to also be responding to life from this place of fear. And you need to allow the Holy Spirit to show you those things, show you those places or those experiences in your life that have shaped your way of thinking, your way of being, and your way of doing. And allow him to now help you to heal from that situation or that circumstance. See, majority of us think that we're living our lives as believers by the word of God, but when really we're living our lives by some past experiences that are contrary to the will and the word of God. So I want you to take the opportunity to really get still and to ask the Holy Spirit to show you what is truly shaping the way that you see the way that you do things, and the way that you respond to life. And when he shows it to you, I want you to begin to truly release the hurt and the disappointment from that situation. And it starts with truly forgiving. Being willing to go back to difficult situations in your life and begin to forgive those and even yourself for what has happened begins to heal your heart, begins to heal your perspective. And what is so beautiful about asking the Holy Spirit to reveal something to you is that when he reveals it, he reveals the entire truth of it. And a lot of times when we've been hurt and disappointed, we're looking at it from one perspective or one side and usually it's the side that the enemy is showing us a side that's filled with lies and not truly the truth of what has happened in the situation and so you want to ask the Lord to show you the truth about it and you want to then with that truth receive it as truth don't reject it don't you know don't want to not receive it because it doesn't align with what you have always believed about it. But receive the truth and forgive. Be willing to forgive yourself. Be willing to forgive others in that situation so that you can walk in freedom and your healing. And no, when we choose to forgive, it doesn't automatically remove the hurt, doesn't automatically at times um, remove the, the, 
disappointment because there's some work still to be done in the renewing of the mind piece. However, you can't begin any other part of this process without first choosing to let go of the past, without choosing to let go of the hurt and the pain. And so I want to encourage you to do that. I want to then encourage you to also pray and ask God to remove that hurt, to remove that pain. I can remember a time years ago where I was extremely hurt and devastated. And I remember just crying and crying day after day, day after day. And I got to a point in my life where I just couldn't take it anymore. I was so tired of just hurting so bad. And I remember one night sitting on my couch like it was yesterday. And I said, Lord, please, I just can't take it anymore. I can't take the pain anymore. Please take it from me. And I remember falling asleep on the couch in that very spot that I prayed. And I woke up the next day with absolutely no pain, nothing. My heart was completely healed to this day. If I even think about the circumstance, think about the situation, it's like it didn't even happen to me. I experienced a miraculous emotional healing. And I know that the God that I serve is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And that when you ask him and you go to him, he will heal your heart. He says, come unto me all who are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Your heart is heavy. Your heart is hurting. Come unto the Lord and he will give you rest. He will give you peace for your soul. And so I just want to encourage you to bring your hurt and bring your disappointment to the Lord, to come to him being willing to forgive yourself and others and let that go so that you can begin to walk in the emotional healing that God has for you. Because attached to that healing is your freedom to walk in the life that God also has for you, to experience the dreams and the desires of your heart that you currently have. And so I pray that you will, you know, go through this process with me. You know, one thing I know is that many times we are believing and asking God for things and he is directing us to those things through instruction and direction. And many of us ignore the instruction and the direction and still are waiting for the manifestation. I want to encourage you today that being obedient, being led by the spirit and doing the things that he is showing you, especially right now with your emotional well-being, is taking you to your manifestation. Do what God is showing you to do in this moment. Do not ignore it. Do not brush it over. Do not just listen to these podcasts. Do what he is showing you to do. Amen. I love you. I'm looking forward to you healing and growing into the powerful woman that you have been called to be. We need you. We love you. And until next time, remember, the holy woman is the new Wonder Woman. We'll talk again soon.